And now, Vintage Radio. Mary had a little lamb, it's sprinkled as white as snow. And everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. Why not? Decision has been made. Archie radio program live from the Late Night Lounge. I have stacks and stacks of golden wax for all you Jules and Jacks, country, rock and roll, big band tunes, some one-hit wonders, and classic comedy. Keep it right here for the next hour. We have oceans of beautiful music. Sensafina Let it always be Sensafina There's no end to our love, our hopes, our dreams, our sighs. No end at all, no sad goodbyes, no fears, no tears, no love that dies. It sends a fina. Let it always be Sensafina Never ending The sunlit days The moonlit nights The sea, the sand The starry heights Are yours and mine
Tommy James and the Shondells, Crimson and Clover. Before that, Peggy Lee, Sensafina. This is the Little Orphan Archie radio program. Lenny the Cabbie is coming up right now. Errol Garner, live from the Late Night Lounge.
There's Lenny the cabbie, and this is stuff you wouldn't believe. Here's a guy who's charged with burglary and criminal mischief after he allegedly broke into a funeral home and fell asleep inside a coffin. The guy's name, Joel Fish, was arrested after he was discovered at the O'Leary Funeral Home in Canada, about 127 miles north of Syracuse, New York. He was discovered by the wife of the funeral home owner after she noticed some broken glass and an open door to the casket display room. She also noticed a boot and a pair of pants on the floor, and the real giveaway was a pair of bare knees sticking out of a stainless steel coffin. Anyway, the guy in the coffin, it turns out, was intoxicated. Now that's a big surprise. Anyway, he was treated at a hospital and then released, and he says now he's going to sue the funeral home for damages. What the lady at the funeral home should have done, she should have shut the lid on the coffin and then sent the family the bill for $4,000. That's what I would have done. This is Lenny the cabbie, and that stuff you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Hello, amigo. I'm Chiquita Banana, and I've come to say bananas have to ripen in a certain way, and when they're flecked with brown and have a golden hue, bananas taste the best and are the best for you. You can put them in a salad. You can put them in a pie. Any way you want to eat them, it's impossible to beat them. But bananas like the climate of the very, very tropical equator. So you should never put bananas in the refrigerator. Bananas that are fully ripe, you must be
Okay, Wally Blue is standing by in Napoleon, Ohio with a report. Come in, please, Wally Ballou. Lee Ballou here in Napoleon, Ohio. At the Great Lakes Paper Clip Company. I have been conducting a survey of industrialists who are trying to contribute to the economic health of our nation, and I've come here to speak to the president of the firm, Mr. Hudley Pierce. Thank you for the warm welcome you gave me, Hudley. Well, uh, thank you. We always pleased to have visitors here at the plant. I was amazed to find such a huge factory devoted to the manufacture of such a small item as paper clips. Well, actually, you were one of the small fellows in the business. There are several companies uh, much bigger than ours in the paper clip business, but we all have the same problems: waste, inefficiency, goofing off, so forth. <laughs> Certainly, but uh, you've been doing your best uh, to fight that sort of thing. I was uh, impressed uh, in that one building I saw. I know you have others, but in that one, there was no machinery whatsoever. No, we don't have any machinery. You see, uh, we buy our wire in long strips, and then our workers cut them in uh, shorter strips, and then bend them by hand into paper clips. <laughs> You must have to get a tremendous price for your product if it's uh, handmade no, like that. No, we're actually holding the line on cost there. Uh, we sell a box of 100 for 10 cents. Wow. And here at the factory for 6 cents a box in gross lots. How many boxes can you turn out in, say, a week's time? Well, with all three shifts going, we could uh, make, uh, oh, I don't know, 12 boxes. <laughs> 200 boxes, maybe. And uh, we can clear about $12. You mean you can run a big operation like I've seen here and only take in $12 a week? Well, we have a, a low wage structure. You see, uh, here again, we hold the line on costs. Our average worker makes about 14 cents a week. <laughs> That is ridiculous. How could anybody... How could anybody possibly live on 14 cents a week? We don't pry into the personal lives <laughs> of our employees. Really. But, uh, as I understand it, our people live in caves on the edge of town. <laughs> and they uh, forage for food. Well, I noticed, uh... I noticed, uh, all of your employees seem to be dressed in rags. <laughs> they have little strips of cloth tied around their feet. Well, you can't wear shoes when you make 14 cents a week. I guess that's, uh, obvious to everybody. I guess so. <laughs> That would probably account for a lot of the grumbling I heard while I'm, I was over there. I'm, I'm sure it would, yes. Yes, it would. Still can't uh, understand how anybody can work on a salary like you've described. Well, uh, there are a few loopholes in our union contract. Uh, for instance, there's no mention of wages at all. But uh, there is a provision that makes the worker liable for prosecution and imprisonment if he tries to quit. 
I imagine the union will have that uh, changed the uh, first chance it gets, huh? Well, uh, no, we have what's called uh, a 99-year sweetheart contract. <laughs> and it has 86 years to run, so uh, we're in pretty good shape. Well, you've got some time to look ahead, uh, Mr. Pearson. Thanks again for the welcome I got out here. A tip of our hat to you in your fight against all of this waste and corruption. Thank you very much. Hudley Pierce, the Great Lakes Paper Clip Factory. Thank you. Going down that long, lonesome highway Bound for the mountains and the plains Sure ain't nothing here gonna tie me And I got some friends I'd like to see again One of these days I'm gonna settle down But till I do I won't be hanging around Going down that long lonesome highway Gonna live life my way Long Lonesome Highway. Monday nights, NBC back in the 60s. It's funny how we remember those crazy little trivia things and we can't remember uh, wedding anniversaries, that sort of thing. Glenn Miller before that, String of Pearls. Also, we heard from Bob and Ray. Now on the Little Orphan Archie radio program, Frank Sinatra. When I was 17 It was a very good year It was a very good year for small-town girls and soft summer nights. We'd hide from the lights on the village green. When I was seventeen, Twenty-one 
It was a very good year It was a very good year For city girls Who lived up the stair With all that perfumed hair And it came undone When I was twenty-one When I was thirty-five It was a very good year It was a very good year For blue-blooded girls of independent means We'd ride in limousines Their chauffeurs would drive When I was 35 But now The days are short I'm in the autumn of the year And now I think of my life As vintage wine from fine older cakes From the brim to the dregs It poured sweet and clear It was a very good year created by a man they called Mad, is turned loose to strike terror into the hearts of men. <laughs> to shock women into uncontrolled hysteria. <laughs> to prey upon the innocence of children. This is the story you've heard about, talked about, 
the spine-tingling, blood-chilling story that stuns your emotions. Frankenstein. Don't touch that! I want to catch that little bird and eat him right away. But just as I get close to him, this is what he'll say. I caught, I tore a putty cat creeping upon me. You bet he saw a putty cat. That putty cat is me. That putty cat is very bad. He sneaks up from behind. I don't think I would like it if I knew what's on his mind. I have a strong suspicion that his plans for me aren't good. I am inclined to think that he would eat me if he could. that sweetie pie when he leaves his cage. But I can never catch him. It throws me in a rage. You bet I'd eat that little bird if I could just get near. But every time that I approach, this is all I hear. I tore, I tore a putty cat a-tweeping up on me. I did, I tore a putty cat as plain as he could be. And when I sing that little song, my mistress knows he's back. She grabs her broom and brings it down upon Sylvester's back. So listen, you bad putty cat, let's both be friends, you see. My mistress will not chase you if you sing this song with me. Come on now, like a good cat. Oh, all right. Suffer and suck a tag. I taught, I taught a putty cat a creeping up on me. I did, I taught a putty cat as plain as he could be. Lonnie the cabbie, and this is Tough You Wouldn't Believe. Here's a guy and his fiance. They're in the gas station, and the guy runs out of money after filling up. So he tells the guy at the gas station, I'll leave my fiance here as security, and I'll go to the nearest cash machine, get some cash, get back, and pay you. Well, after two hours, and you can see this one coming, 
the guy never comes back, and the station owner calls police. And there's the fiancé. She's in tears. She says, I can't believe that he'd just leave me standing here. Well, anyway, it turns out she met him at a party, and they didn't know each other that long anyway. And guess what? I don't think that marriage would have lasted. This is Lenny the Cabbie, and that stuff you wouldn't believe. Archie radio program live from the late night lounge that's Alan O'Day undercover angel before that Mel Blank I taught I taught a putty tat Tweety Bird singing that song here's a guy that was referred to as the hillbilly heartthrob 
Farron Young on the Little Orphan Archie radio program. You were mine for just a while, now you're putting on the style. And you never once look back to your home across the track. You're the gossip of the town, but my heart can still be found where you tossed it on the ground. Pick me up on your way down. Pick me up on your way down When you're blue and all alone When their glamour starts to bore you Come on back where you belong When you learn these things are true I'll be waiting here for you When you tumble to the ground Pick me up on your way down Made you haughty and so rude Your new friends can take the blame Underneath you're still the same You may be their pride and joy But they'll find another toy When your new love can't be found Pick me up on your way down Pick me up on your way down When you're blue and all alone when their glamour starts to bore you Come on back where you belong When you learn these things are true I'll be waiting here for you When you tumble to the ground Pick me up on your way down A minuet, the ballet russe, and crepe Suzette. Our Patty loves to rock and roll, a hot dog makes her lose control. What a wild duet! Still, they're cousins, identical cousins, and you find. They laugh alike, they walk alike, at times they even talk alike. You can lose your mind when cousins are two of a kind. Kathy, who's lived most everywhere, from Zanzibar to Barclay Square. But Patty's only seen the sights a girl can see from Brooklyn Heights. What a crazy pair! But they're cousins, identical cousins, and you'll find they laugh alike, they walk alike, at times they even talk alike. You can lose your mind. 
Listen to the Little Orphan Archie radio program on the internet and you can't get it on any local radio stations, call them up, send them some email, let them know where they can get the Little Orphan Archie radio program. It's free. The website is www.qzvx.com. Ask them to put the Little Orphan Archie radio program on their radio station. Call those stations, send them some email, make some noise. We thank you. in this song, no? When I give you the signal, say, c'est bon, c'est bon, like that. C'est bon, c'est bon, like that. Pardonnez-moi, monsieur, just say, c'est bon, c'est bon, forget it like that. C'est bon, c'est bon, forget it like that. No, 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 just say, c'est bon, c'est bon, period. C'est bon, c'est bon, period. Stop the music, stop it. Repeat after me. See? See. Bon. Bon. Si bon. Si bon. It's good, yes? It's good, yes. It's magnifique, messieurs. Je t'embarre de meatheads. C'est si bon. De partie n'importe où. Bras dessus, bras dessus. En j'entends des chisons. C'est bon, c'est bon. 
Toussaint, messieurs, do not call me, I will call you. C'est, c'est bon. Désertir des mondes, ne pas dire rien de tout. Mais qui est dit, c'est l'eau. C'est bon, c'est bon. Toussaint, messieurs, I do not give you the signal, oi, fait. En voyant notre milieu, les personnes des lèvres nous envient. C'est bon, c'est bon. Why do you not wait for the cotton-picking signal? C'est, c'est bon. Dégardir dans un ciel, mon espoir m'éveillait. Que dans les frissons. C'est bon, c'est bon. Uh, one of these days, pow, right in the orchestra pit. C'est, c'est bon. Ces petites sensations Ça va mieux comme le Tellement, tellement, c'est bon All right, messieurs, is the signal, be my guest C'est bon, c'est bon Oh, it's real, George C'est bon, c'est bon Ils sont good, I may kill myself C'est bon, c'est bon J'ai joué que j'ai millionnaire C'est bon, c'est bon Je beaucoup yo-yos. The very creative writer, comedian, Stan Freeberg, Say Sibone, on the Little Orphan Archie radio program. Before that, we heard the teddy bears. To know him is to love him. And also the Patty Duke show theme, you recognize that. Coming up, Tony Bennett and the Smothers Brothers as we continue live from the Late Night Lounge. This is Lonnie DeCambi, and this is Stop the Award and Believe. You know in them stores where they put up a sign sometimes that says, We reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. Well, they should have put up a sign in this case. Here's a guy, John Clausen, 36, of Emeryville, California. He's looking for a date, and he logs on to one of them online dating services, in this case, eHarmony. That's that outfit that advertises on TV all the time to try to find a match. After taking two hours to fill out their online profile, he gets a pop-up message that says they will not find him a match. Why not? Well, there's just one little detail. Mr. Clausen is still married, and eHarmony don't let nobody who's married sign up for their online dating service. Well, it turns out that Mr. Clausen is a lawyer. So what happens when you waste two hours of a lawyer's time? Well, naturally, he sues. This is Lenny the cabbie. That stuff you wouldn't believe. <laughs> 